Good afternoon, collectors and friends, and welcome to Layton's Lots. How are you today, Lou? I'm doing well. We are back. I'm ready to go here. Excellent. You get any any of the snow or anything we've been getting last night? Just a little bit. How about you guys? Not bad. I mean, it turned into ice pretty quickly for us. So, but up north, not too far north of me, you get a lot of snow. So, yeah, they get hit pretty hard. Interesting. Yeah, you know, my sister lives way up north near Fort Drum, and they're always getting snow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of my serious partners is in Syracuse, and it snows like eight months out of the year. <laughs> it's wild. I don't think I'd want to live in a place like that. No, I don't think I could do it. Uh, what's up, James? What's going on, Nick? Appreciate you guys tuning in today. Excuse me. For those who are listening to the show for the first time and you enjoy today's content, we appreciate it. You can find us every Wednesday if you want to tune into the live show at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Or if not, listen to it on your favorite platform where you enjoy podcasts. That's right. Um, so I wanted to say, uh, once again, a special thanks to last week's guest. Uh, I thought Evan was great. Uh, thanks again, Lou, for uh, coordinating that. Yeah, it was great. I still haven't got him for my serious show. So he... <laughs> we're lucky we got him for the loft. He keeps yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. Um, you know, today we're going to give away three prizes for those of you uh, who are tuning in um, and do not know how we operate. Just by simply saying hi, you will get entered into a free giveaway. What's up, Mike? We give away, we try to give away at least a few prizes every week. On today's show, we're going to give away a $25 break credit, um, a 1964 Tops baseball set spot, and third place, we'll get a BAM spot, which is a Break of Maniacs appreciation spot. And of course, if you want to learn more about that, tune into our stream, Vintage Breaks North. We'll be going live today, just following the show, all the way till 9 o'clock Eastern time tonight. Then Sir Charles and Vintage Breaks West will um, take over. And a special shout out to Vintage Breaks Midwest, which is uh, new to the team. It's Jason, Tyler, Emily, and their crew out there in Michigan. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, and so talk about snow, Lou. They they often get oh. snow. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. They get it much worse than we do. Oh, and in yeah. a couple of weeks, you'll be able to offer. I've got the copy of Evan's book that I just got to finish first, and then I'll let you guys give it away. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. So how is it so far? Uh, it's very, it's very good, and it's uh, it obviously the cheating scandal is part of it, but it's about the buildup of the organization, and there are a lot of great things that the Astros did in terms of changing the way baseball is done. Uh, just got out of hand with the cheating scandal and things like that, but it's a fascinating book. So interesting. Well, hopefully, I'll get a chance to read it as well. Um, I'll be going out to Vegas uh, the end of March for the Mint Collective. Uh, I'll be speaking again. Looking forward to. Uh, participating in the event, you know, meaning on the trade show side is the trade show side as well. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to be offering free appraisals in conjunction with uh, Collectible, the app at their booth. So look for that announcement in the next few days. Ooh, Shout yeah. out to my brother, who's uh, I just saw he said hi. Um, you know, he helped me do some work around the apartment, including uh, hang that nice uh, Harold Wilbtrotters poster you see in the background. <laughs> it's beautiful, yeah, at the Hippodrome. Yep, yep. Um, so yes, today is the first day of March baseball's around the corner. And what I've determined is that I'm going to try Lou, even if it's just for like a two day, one night jaunt, I'm going to try to get down to somewhere for spring training, just oh. for a game or two, just for yeah. change of scenery, the weather. And like, listen, I love the beach, but like, what would be cooler right now than going to the beach in March, yep. going to a baseball game in March. that's nice <laughs> outside. 
it's it's not mutually exclusive. You can do both. I know that's what's super cool. I can do both. I can get up in the morning and go to the beach, and then later on I can go to hopefully a ball game or two. Yep. Yeah. Well, I like the what I like the West Palm area, and so heading up to Jupiter, it's like beach and Jupiter. It's like not too far apart. So. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Now, what's crazy, Lou? I have never been. I've been to minor league baseball plenty. Yep. But I've never been to a spring training game. How about you, Todd, excuse me, or you, Lou, or you, anyone else who's watching? Let me know in the comments. Lou, have you been to spring training games? Oh, yeah, I've been to spring training games. I saw Michael Jordan playing in, in spring training. That's cool. I'm down there, yeah. Yeah, it, it's fun. It's just you go sit, and it's what I love about minor league games. Like, you go to Fenway, you go to the Red Sox, you go to Yankee Stadium, you're spending $50 to park and God knows what on the tickets, and you want to ride that out for as much as you can. You go to a minor league game, you show up. If you're not feeling it, you leave in the seventh inning. It's no big deal. You're only 10 15 bucks 15 in. Same thing with spring training. Although, with the Red Sox now and Sky Blue, it's uh, you know a little bit more expensive. But still, you can come and go as you feel. That's cool. Well, I've uh, been looking at the calendar, and I think that Boston's a great place to take a trip with with Crosby this summer. Uh, was invited by one of our Breaking Maniacs uh, recently, potentially for something they're doing up there that would be cool that Crosby would enjoy. And then I was thinking about going to Fenway Park with him. Um, and there's so many historical sites. But all yep. of a sudden, Lou, it's like, you know, two, three days uh, in the Boston area, hopefully some friends to, to see, um, you know, I think would be a lot of fun this summer. Yeah, no, that'd be great. You can take them up to my beach and bring them up here. Now, how far are you? Because I know where Fenway is. How far are you from Fenway, Lou? How about, well, this is a New England thing. I'm about 35 minutes. I'm 30 miles. Okay. Out of there, yeah. So. Oh, probably less, probably like 28, 25. I'm just up on the New Hampshire border or close to the New Hampshire border up here. But it's a, it's a short trip because I'm right on a major highway that feeds right into town. Nice. Well, like I said, I'm looking forward to planning a few nice getaways with Crosby this summer. Hopefully you out there are as well. Let me know if anyone in the chat is going to spring training this year, meaning in the next 30 days. Yeah. If I don't have Cros. I could put together some advertising. May I say I'm buying in a certain area. Uh, I would love to make it happen, so I'll keep everyone posted. Um, I wanted to run through a few things here. Uh, first is, um, you know, we got back a um, – uh, actually, I'm going to switch gears. I had two modern cards here. We don't talk about modern a lot. Yeah. But I was cleaning up, excuse me, inventorying some stuff, and I know that the Bucks are playing well. Giannis is looking good again. Excuse me. This is an autographed Jersey rookie number of 99. Uh, you know, I've had this for a little bit of time. I think I picked this up in Philly. This is 2013 Spectra rookie Jersey autographs, uh, number of 99. I think there's different, you know, versions, Lou. And it's important that autograph is good. It's kind of good to look at. It's a nice looking autograph. So that's important, right? I think it's cool that it combines both. I mean, I'd be happy if it was just autograph. I'd be happy if it was just the Jersey. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm happy with uh, the way it is. And I'm thinking if Sam's watching, I might be finding a buyer right now. <laughs> now, we're going to switch sports. This is one of my favorite modern cars I picked up in the last, I don't know exactly when, but definitely in the last year. Um, it's an Otani rookie uh, tops. It's a pitching variation, but it's the Independence Day. So it's numbered of 76. So these are extremely rare, Lou. 
All right. So what happens when this guy wins the MVP and the Cy Young Award this year and signs for six hundred million with the Yankees? Well, I was going to say. So what happens to his cards? Let's talk about this. Yeah. Do we believe there's a chance that Otani's coming to the Yankees? Well, yeah, or the Mets, right? I mean, who's spending the money here? Or the Dodgers? So are you convinced? Are you convinced that Otani's going to be leaving the Angels? No, not completely. The Angels have spent money in the past. They spent money on Trout. They spent money on pull holes. They may go to the wall for this. It's it's possible. That's what I think. That's that's what makes this intriguing. I don't believe, and to be fair, right? It used to be back in the day that we were talking about just New York. It would only be the Yankees. I now feel that the Yankees and the Mets are equally in it. And I would not rule out, not just the Angels. How can you rule out the Dodgers? Or even like, I'm not saying the Padres are in it, but a dark horse team like the Padres that you may not realize has money. They see a once in a generation talent with Otani. They recognize what they're going to do for that team's, let's say, memorabilia or, or you know jersey sales. Mm-hmm. So I think anything's possible. I'd like some insight on Otani's feelings about living on the East Coast, too, because Japanese players tend to be West Coast players. They tend to like to stick there. That brings the Dodgers clearly into the equation. It's just a hop across town, and they get plenty of money, and they'll spend it. And San Diego is a possibility. But uh, I wonder how much discount there is for the Yankees and the Mets because they're on the East Coast. Does Arizona spend money anymore or no? Oh, Nicholas brings up a great point, too. More and more players are involved in this. One of the NFL free agents was talking about this. Yeah, tax situations too. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. With that kind of money, sure, you're gonna you're gonna worry about your taxes a little bit. I mean, it's not a big deal, but nonetheless, uh, something to consider. Yeah, Arizona's not gonna spend that kind of money. I don't think. I mean, they haven't yet, but who knows? Let us know in the chat where you think Otani's gonna end up a year from today. About the news that the Fanatics is putting Tom Brady cards and autos in the next installment of the Bowman Draft Baseball. Oh, interesting. You know, it's it's a it's a cool thing to discuss, right? I don't know if you heard the news, Lou, but we just announced it. I think formally yesterday, even though I believe we announced it before. So we we now signed up. We've been granted access. We are now buying direct from Tops. Oh, nice. Uh, we're very grateful for that opportunity. Very appreciative. Of course, Lou, like anything else in life, right? Everything takes a while. It takes longer than you think. And mm-hmm. they're not just opening the floodgates and saying, hey, guys, buy whatever you'd like. You know, so it's going to be start, I'm sure, slow and steady to start. Um, but purely from a marketing standpoint, I think that, listen, I don't believe that Tom Brady's insertion into Topps products is going to bring the price of the Topps product up, at least at the MSRP level. Yep. It may make it worth more of the secondary market level, but I think it's a win-win for everyone because the way I look at it, Lou, is if you pull the card and you like it, then you keep it, great, you're a collector. Yeah. If you pull the card and you're like, oh, super cool, but I'm not a Brady guy, great. It's like an extra Willy Wonka you know, golden ticket in that year's product that even though Brady shouldn't be in there, are we all such a purist that we wouldn't welcome like an extra chase card? Um, I mean, I read, for example, something about where I think I heard it on YouTube, maybe shout out to Jeff Wilson and Sports Card Investor, that they're going to be doing um, a special like Babe Ruth, like first Bowman card. Yeah. Do I think it's a little bit hokey? Sure. Do I want to own it for my collection? No. Do I think <laughs> it's going to be good for business? Yes. Yes. And Lou, who are we to judge? Like, Lou, you want to live wherever you live, close to the beach, let's just say off the beaten path. Should you not live in a city where there's a Walmart and a Walgreens at every corner? 
Yeah. I don't know. You just do what you think is best. But I don't think there's going to be any of the nostalgic. Well, this is the thing with modern cards in general, right? I don't think there's going to be any of the nostalgic collectibles, collectible qualities about it. I think it's going to be a, a matter of market. It's going to be a matter of how many they are, how rare they are, because people will exchange them on an investment basis. But I don't think there's any emotional attachment to this card at all. You know, I tend to, I'm going to disagree there. If okay. we're going to talk about the Babe Ruth for a oh, minute. Oh, I, I was for, talking about the Brady card. I don't oh, know okay. Yeah. Sure. So let's talk about the Ruth for a minute because, you know, Brady, I feel like, you know, I can't, I just, you know, I know I don't love him. It's hard for me to talk about it in an unbiased way, but I feel like Ruth, listen, I certainly love him. But this is uh, why I think, at least for the Ruth, uh, because what's going to happen, Lou, let's say they make a first Bowman of him. Yep. He'll have a base card. The base card of that won't be worth a lot, right? But there will be chase cards, parallels, numbered versions, and, and those will be worth more. And as you said, you won't necessarily have a true collector there. It might be more of a speculator, investor, et cetera. Right. However, I'm just being, this is as a dad, certainly as a big card nerd, as a proprietor of baseball cards for a living, I love the notion that they're coming out with this year's in the cards with a base card of Babe Ruth, a first Bowman, that might be worth 50 cents to a few dollars. Yep. I love that my son can have one. All his friends can have one. We could probably give everyone at the store one or his entire class one. So I don't look at it from a standpoint of like the value or store of value or an investment. I just think that from an educational standpoint, I think it's cool. I want my son to know who Babe Ruth is. I think, you know, he's playing baseball this season. He knows a little bit about who Jackie Robinson is and Clemente. We read a book about Ruth. Thanks to you. We read a couple of baseball books, uh, Lou. Yep. Um, but I just like that notion of, um, and I said this to be fair to uh, credit Panini as well. Some people, Lou, when they open up a Panini product, let's call it like a Panini base product. When they pull like a base card of Magic Johnson, they're like, oh, that's stupid. You know, it, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 he's not playing anymore. Right. And I'm like, oh, well, would you rather have a Magic Johnson card or the ninth player on the bench? Right. Like, there's not even a question in my mind. I'd rather look at a Magic Johnson card, whether it be licensed or licensed, meaning he's an all-time great, he's a Hall of Famer. And educational purposes or not, I just think for me, like, I'd rather be going through a pack. Listen, I know I'm a nerd. So <laughs> if I could open up new, new Bowman product and beyond Babe Ruth's first Bowman, there was a Carl Hubble or Roger Maris. Listen, like, I think that's cool. Yep. Would I be thinking it's cool, Lou, for value? No. No, yep. I wouldn't. But I think it would be cool I could put in my binder or I could put in my son's binder together like some of the all-time greats and like we're not breaking the bank and like starting to have to go through vintage, which I'm going to show off in a minute. Like, oh, my son's got good taste now like his daddy. And now it costs like $3,000 to go to a card show. Like not good for me. Well, no, it opens the door, though, for discussion. And it's hard for us to believe that there are going to be kids who get that card and say, who the hell is Babe Ruth? And, you know, it just it opens them to the whole history of baseball and just gives them an introduction. It's a nice little link back. We don't often we think of the link from vintage to modern, but we don't think of the uh, link from modern to vintage. And that might be one of the ways to get kids interested. Agreed. All right, uh, Mike Pitts talking about my Bruins. They're great. They're, they're just ridiculous right now. Although the Rangers are pretty good too. So there are a lot of drama going on in hockey. I saw another comment I wanted to bring up. Uh, I think it was from Tyler. I'm not sure. Um, going going back here. Let's see. I'm not sure. I was just trying to address everyone's comments. What was it about? 
I don't know. It happened very fast. Okay. Let's keep moving down here. Sounds good. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if Hideko Matsuya reaches out to Atani sometime this year about playing for New York. Interesting. Yeah, sure. He'd he'd look into that. How is Matsui's, Matsui's time in New York? Would he be promoting coming to New York? Yeah. Hideki Matsui was beloved here, um, and I believe he'd be a good spokesman for the Yanks. Tom says his wife won't let him have Brady cards. She hates him. I understand that. I and it's even it. more of a reason, once again, like he's a perfect example. What if Tom participates in a break? He pulls a $500 Brady or $1,000 Brady. You think he's going to be upset he's in the product? No, he's going to sell it. Uh, hi, everyone. Robert. Hi, Robert. Todd hi, Robert. says, I think some of the downtown inserts of Gehrig and others look good. Totally agree. Um, I've seen some of those um, from Panini. Um, and once again, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Uh, but I'm just saying that, like, I think it's cool like those downtowns I know are still kind of pricey. You're going to be able to buy like the base Bowman, hopefully of Babe Ruth for a very reasonable price. Get and I think that's cool. Tom says, when, when my son asked for a Banks t-shirt, I knew I'd done right. Yeah, you did do right, Tom. That's good. Ernie Banks. Yeah. Uh, Leighton, were you in the toddies when you hung up that post? It looks a little off center. <laughs> I think it's the way the phone is. Yeah, it's, it's distance distortion. We'll go with that right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, if not, then clearly I'm walking around. I haven't got enough V8 in my diet. So is the Ruth going to be the only card of that ilk coming out here? or will there I be don't a... know. I wasn't in the conference. So, um, yeah. you know, I'm not sure, honestly. I think I was still basking in the in the glory of getting approved. <laughs> that, like, had I had been approved, let's say, a few days earlier, I probably just would have gotten a plane. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because they had the Tops Conference just from yep. Sunday to Tuesday in Arizona, and I don't have Crosby till later on Tuesday, so I might have been able to pull it off. Get some warm weather down there in Arizona. That'd be great. Well, I got some coming up in Vegas. I'm looking forward to that. Yep. Um, so wanted to show off, uh, you know, I haven't gone through yet and figured out the service, and I, I can't guarantee it, but I believe so. Uh, these are going to be a handful of cards that I'm going to be submitting to PSA. Uh, and for those that don't know, Lou, we're just going to, a little friendly reminder, we now send out cards uh, for our vintage breaks at Just Collect Community uh, once a month PSA. Mm -hmm. um, we have in instances also sent out to SGC for you as well. PSA goes out once a month. So these are some cards I'll be submitting to uh, PSA soon. They're all vintage. Mm -hmm. One of them is interesting at the end. We'll talk about that when we get okay. to it. These are not in any particular order, meaning of year value. But they are kind of cool. Oh, and before I forget, Lou, I meant to mention this earlier. I want to do something fun today. We've been stocking up our Just Collect uh, eBay store with Ooh. some really fun pre-war stuff like Gaudis, T206s. So check us out on eBay. It's Just underscore Collect. And, Lou, what we're going to do today is the next two different people that email me that want any card in the store that's $1,000 and under, that is our asking price. Mm -hmm. We will sell it offline to you and we will take 25% off the price. Oh, nice. Okay. So if it's a hundred bucks, we'll sell it to you for $75 delivered. If it's a thousand dollars, we'll sell it to you for $750 delivered. Any price in between. Wow. One per person, only the first two people. They do have to email me direct, Lou, and you can put it up on the screen. It is my email, Leighton, L E I G H T O N, at justcollect.com. Nice. And then, only the next two people. Yep. Um, appreciate that, Lou. 
Uh, next week, what I'd like to do, because I did this recently, and uh, fa- uh, double, double E took advantage of this. Lou, first place next week, a little, you know, a teaser, yeah. is going to be, whether it be one or several, I'm going to look at the pricing, but we're going to give away the ability for someone to submit a few cards for free to PSA through us oh, as the prize on Leighton's Loft. Oh, I like it. Yeah, very good. People would be right, loving it. Cool. Yeah. All right. So without further ado, here is some of the cards that I'm going to be uh, submitting the PSA. Here's a 61 Tops Maris. I'm doing it reverse, so I'll just be identifying it like that. 59 Tops Roger, excuse me, Mickey Mantle. 68 Tops Mickey Mantle, which, by the way, Heritage, shout out to them. They just sold the PSA 10 version of this for $515,000. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? For a 60? Nope. I've had a nine of this card. Okay, that's my new Lou Alcinda card because I had a ton of those cards. All right, Lou, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but I yeah, know. 515. Oh, um, a couple of Pete Rose cl- rookies from the collection that we recently bought. Willie Starger rookie. 60 tops Whitey Ford. Oh, 52 nice. Bowman Mantle, one mm-hmm. of my uh, favorite cards. 52 top Jackie, although it's low grade. 54 Bowman Willie Mays. Jeez. 54 tops Al Kaline. 54 tops Jackie. 53 Bowman Color. Barra, 54 tops Teddy Ballgame, uh, first part of the set. And the last card, I did try to submit to SGC. It's not high grade. You'll see what I mean in a minute. But believe it or not, even though it looks cool from the front, just want an authentic. SGC would not encapsulate this because, and I'll take it out of the holder, um, too much of the card it was removed from a scrapbook. Okay. There was too much yeah. paper left on it, so they wouldn't holder it for that reason. So I'll just set it to PSA. Hopefully they'll hold her. And if not, it'll sell it raw. Not a big deal. It's not high grade, but it does look cool. It's one of my favorite cards in the set. What is the significance of not putting it in a holder? It's like it, they can't authenticate it or? Oh, my God. I just actually was it already. I think it was already torn, but I uh, should try to treat it a little bit better. There. Even though it's not holder, I'm not mad at it. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, it's creased. It's low grade. I just figured that putting it in an authentic holder is a little bit better for the end user. Yeah, what's well, okay. Why did they refuse though? Does that mean because they, they can't see enough of the back? And I guess they have authenticity, not concerns, but oh, it's, okay. It's, it's like it's more of like it's got to be a certain percentage of the card has to be there. And so, what they're basically saying is we can't see it. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that, that was my wondering whether they yeah, were. I've had it, I've had it happen, on rare, I've had it happen yeah. on rare occasions. Yeah. So, those are all vintage breaks or just collect cards that are going out to be graded. Yep. And then uh, these are some more, but these are all 52 top time numbers I'm submitting to PSA from the deal that we did with Ian in Florida. Uh, the only other high numbers from this group were the Mantle and the Jackie. The Jackie, as you just saw, I will submit to PSA. And the Mantle has to take a good look at to see what we're going to do with. But I thought it'd be fun, Lou. You know, it's often like we're showing off cards after we get them back. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're trying to show people the entire process these days of uh, you know which cards we're lacking for grading, which service we're setting to in some cases, you know, why are we why are we doing that? Yeah, I that that was my question. Why these particular cards? Why are you picking these out? Um well the do reason why we're getting them graded do they need to be a certain grade or just before you'll pay value. for grading? Yeah. Value. Yeah. I want them to be a certain value because if not it's you are spending too much on grading as a percentage of what the cards are worth. Right. 
So for example, if the card's worth $100, but the cheapest that you can get a card graded with that service is $40, I think we'd all agree we wouldn't want to pay 40% of the value of a card to get it graded. Right, yep. So, you know, those cards are, you know, decent value. Um, you know, by the way, I love SGC. So shout out to Dave Scott and his team. It's not that I don't want to grade them with SGC. It's for whatever reason or another individually per those cards. Um, I feel that they're worth it to send to PSA. PSA tends to be a little bit more expensive and take a little bit longer. But, you know, yep. I feel probably on those cards that maybe the market value will will be worth it for me to, to either wait and or pay more money. Right. Excellent. How, what, do, what do you think the turnaround is going to be on these cards? Uh, you know, it depends, Lou, what service we use. Um, you know, I was just starting to look today because at the end of, um, I think, every quarter or month, they, they, they oftentimes have different specials and such. So I don't know, but I don't need them back super fast. I also don't want to get them back when Crosby's married. <laughs> so and Crosby's he's only eight. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not sure how things are in your culture, but here, here, we're not, you know. No. It's going to be a little while. So that'll be a long time for me to wait for my cards. Now, have you jotted down, because you're really good at this, have you jotted down what you think the grades are for these cards? Uh, so I, I have been doing that because what I've been doing um, in terms of submissions is a little bit more targeted. In other words, I don't just do bulk and blind. I just, you know, I'm a little bit more targeted. Uh, so I will do that. Um, and I have a good feeling as to what the cards are going to grade. Yes. That's always interesting to see. Because like I said, you are very good at it. So I like that. Hey, what's up, Kenny? Um, yes, I agree. P uh, PSA has been good with all service levels the last few months. Um, hope you're feeling better, uh, Kenny. I wanted to um, wrap up today's show, but also give a special shout out. Tomorrow, for those of you who don't know, I also host Trading Card Therapy. Mm -hmm. It's on Thursday nights, excuse me, Thursday nights. I was thinking about Saturday. It's on Thursday afternoon <laughs> at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Um, I'm the host of that. And then on Saturdays, I recently in the last few months linked up with Jeremy Lee of Sports Cards Live. You can check him out on Instagram or on YouTube. He runs a number of different podcasts but on Saturday nights, like his main events. And at about 10.15, 10.30, um, I'll hop on and do the Vintage Spotlight of the Week. And that's been uh, that's been fun the last few months. So check it out if you get a chance. That's great. You're all you're a media mogul. You guys have more live time than CNN right now. <laughs> well, CNN is not doing well. You know what I mean? I you know. know they're they're laying people off. People are getting into trouble what they're saying on air. We're trying to stay away from all that stuff. Louis. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we can avoid it. Appreciate you laughing, uh, and very grateful for everyone tuning in today. Um, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed today's Vintage Breaks North show. Like I said, they'll be hopping on in moments. They'll be going live till 9 o'clock tonight. And then Sir Charles Vintage Breaks West will take over uh, this evening at 9 o'clock Eastern time.